Welcome to the Dad's Gone Wild podcast, episode five? Yes, episode five. I am your host, Ryan Alderson. Welcome back to the show. I am here with, as always, Andy Fountain. How you doing, sir? I'm <coughs> uh, fine. How are you? Good. 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 Just, good. Just, uh, uh, keeping it real over here. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, we also have our another special guest this evening. I. It is a great pleasure to introduce our next guest. Yes. Yes. Mr. Ryan Dasky. Oh, give me the chills. Doesn't it? Oh man, that is. It, it is a good theme song. I mean, it's, yeah. pretty, it's 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 about as solid as it gets, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. So, so our good friend Ryan Dasky joins the show. Thank you for for joining. How you doing, bud? Good guys. Anytime. Glad. To awesome. Be former. Former MSU lacrosse alumni of Michigan State, good friend of ours. And today he's joined me and Andy to discuss some of the latest and greatest news from the Metro Detroit sports and Michigan sports um, landscape. So Detroit Lions, huge, huge news there with uh, Patricia and Quinn getting fired. Uh, We're going to talk a little fantasy football as the playoffs start to kick in in uh, next week. Some people are on by it. Some people do have week playoffs this week, but uh, our league starts next weekend. And then we'll talk some, hopefully get, get into some Big Ten football, specifically Michigan, Michigan State. But um, we heard this Saturday that Sheila Hamp Ford finally made the decision to fire GM Bob Quinn and head coach Matt Patricia after the two absolutely horrendous losses. I think the shutout against Carolina gets is kind of um, it gets uh, kind of hidden a little bit because of what happened on Thanksgiving and just a bigger stage. But I mean, the last two games were awful, and you know, it's definitely it's good news that they've finally moved on. But man, the fact that it took them this long to do it, and in her press conference, she said that you know, basically before the Carolina. That before the Carolina game, they thought they were making the playoffs, and you're just like, "Oh my god!" These, okay. I mean, they're clueless. Yeah, yeah. And Rod Wood is, you know, he's their he's been the Ford's, uh, you know, banker or whatever for you know, jet, you know, how God knows how many decades. I, I'm but, confused. But what what is his role with the team? Like, what does that guy do? So he he's if you go out. He's the president of the team, and he's also he oversees the football operations too. Apparently, yeah. now it's the organization. He's like the the guy. I mean, is but he making decisions? Like yes, personnel. Yes, he is. He oversees. He oversees like the Detroit Lions organization and football operations. He's the top guy for football. That's a huge problem, and that's the guy. And Valenti was talking about this earlier this week. He was like. This guy literally came in and said, 
31 out of 32 teams wouldn't hire me to be their their president, but here I am. And now this fucking guy is calling the shots on the football operations. It's another just solid move by the Ford family. You know, just another fine example of their uh, business intuition. It's just wonderful. I mean, like, I, I'm done with this team. The Okuda pick was, was my last straw this year. I oh. mean, you're in the top. You're in the top five only so often in the in the NFL draft, and for you to take a freaking corner is just—it's everybody knew you don't do that. It's asinine. It, I mean, it's. I, I liked your. They don't, they don't uh, I liked your text. I liked your text the other day. Uh, like every time we, you see Okuda, all you think about is you know it could be Tua, and oh, yeah. I think that most people think that way, right? I mean, yep. it was it was a it was a bonehead call i mean and and but what i had heard or i think mcnab had talked about it that it was it was more quinn than than anything else saying everybody wanted to uh or and he was like i don't i don't give a shit what you think i'm making the call and i'm going okuda it's like (laughs) this is the rumors the rumors coming out of the, the building were patricia wanted the d tackle from auburn Derek brown yeah yeah you're right you're right he wanted every, to tackle, correct. And and everybody else in the building wanted Tua except Quinn. He was the only one he wanted. He wanted Okuda. Um, so everybody else wanted Tua. Um, Patricia wanted Derek Brown, and and Quinn Quinn wanted Okuda, and that's who he's the one that's submitting the pick, right? And, and I don't even like the D tackle, but like if the, if you're that high in the draft, you're taking a swing on a, a franchise changing player. You have whether to. it's a, a swing, whether you make contact or it's a swing and a miss, you got to take a swing. Especially where staff a corner doesn't yeah. change the course of your team. No, no. especially no. you're yeah, like you need a franchise altering move, and the only way you can do that that high in the draft is is drafting a quarterback, and you have a an aging veteran in Stafford, and you know like it would it would be isn't it like almost the perfect setup now that you see it's, like okay so if Tua had been on the team he would have had this year probably next year and then you know whatever like <laughs> and then he's got 2 years under his belt under Stafford who's a veteran and then he's ready to step in and roll not no. not even not even but not, then, no. but then in the back of my mind I think too that if they did draft Tua and say you know Stafford typically gets hurt a few games a year he got hurt at some point this year and Tua comes in and looks sweet then we're we're still stuck with that GM and coach we're still stuck with Quinn and Patricia that was that's always been at the back of my mind too yes exactly and that's the and that's the and that's the problem is that Stafford hurt his thumb this year or whatever or if he got he got banged up against Minnesota they give him mm-hmm. a week off. They give him a week off. Yes, Tua steps in, lights it up, and then they're then sticking they're the around. geniuses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's his Tom it, Brady moment. Has his Tom Brady moment comes in and just like you know lights it up and like like you were just going to, to allude to. It makes them look like geniuses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it, it was still a, a lose lose, but I mean. With Stafford, I mean, he's been the quarterback for 12 years, still hasn't done much. Like, it's Ugh. it's time to move on. So, at least now, at least now we can say, okay, yeah, hopefully. Where, where, when you, like, can we talk about that just for a second? I, I don't want to get too far into it, but, like, you say, okay, it's time to move on, right? Oh, how many more years are on his contract? Two or three. And three out I, of today. I think after this year, next year, his contract becomes a lot more tenable as far as, like, if they wanted to move it. 
Um, I actually read an article today um, by an analyst for an NFL analyst for a, um, a, a website, and they were saying, dude, Denver should go after Stafford. I heard oh, that he'd too. be perfect there. He'd be perfect. I heard that too. Yeah. They have a lot of young talent, some some up and coming receivers, like that in yeah. a couple of years could be pro bowlers. I mean, yeah, Jerry, yeah, Jerry, Judy, Patrick, you know, Patrick, the Tim, the Pat, what's his name? Is it Tim Patrick? Tim Patrick. Patrick. The, the guy is just like he's nobody. He's nothing special, but he's clutch. Like he's just yeah, he's a good. You know, he he's a gamer, right? He reminds me of um, actually uh, Marvin Jones. Yeah, you know, just yeah, like can step into the spotlight pretty easy and in, in kind of a he's not an old radar. Not an over overly overbearing physically, right? Like he's not yeah. huge or has like ridiculous speed, but just he can he just makes plays, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be a perfect landing spot for Stafford. I mean, yeah, he's got talented tight end, a uh, talented tight end, Noah Fant, um, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, like you were saying, uh, Lindsey Lindsey Gordon. I mean, there's yeah, there's good. A of, there's a lot of players there. Gordon, Lindsey, um, you're right. I forgot about the running backs, and they have KJ Hamler. It's just a burner. Yeah. So there's pieces there, and they've got pieces on their defense, and the coach is a defensive-minded guy, so that wouldn't be an issue. But the problem is, is, El- is LA going to give, you know, would he be willing to part with a, an early draft pick? Mm-hmm. And is, has he given up on Drew Locke yet? Yeah, I've been hearing that he is. Like, it's it's getting so, stale, I think. Yeah, so uh, we'll see. But, yeah, that I heard that was an option. But, yeah, the Stafford thing, they could move him. But at this point, the time to move him was last year, right? I mean, everything needed to be done last year, and the Fords oh, yeah. just sat. sat they stood pat. You could have forced this staff out by trading Stafford just – getting, you know, turning the team into a dumpster fire and letting the backups play all, all the rest of the season. I mean, it just – it would have been the smart and right thing to do to change the franchise direction, but, of course, they don't do it. Right, and it sets them back. Because, yeah. like you said – and Andy and I, we, we talked about this too. We're like, they're, they're still not bad enough. And I don't know if you read that article by – shit, who was the guy on Yahoo that wrote it? He's been on Valenny's show before, but he wrote he wrote the article about it. And he was like, "It's only so often." And you just you talked about it earlier, Ryan, where it's like you're you're not in that position to draft that high. Usually, the Lions are not bad enough to be in that top five, top three range. You know, there's still like a you know there's still like a seven and nine, six and ten team that's going to be drafting you know eight to twelve. Just good yeah, just good exactly. enough to fuck themselves in the draft. Exactly. Like just we're like my entire life, it's been a fringe playoff team. That's all we've been ever. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and we have horrible draft picks or, or worse, it's just, or worse. Yeah, well, that's, exactly. That's a, that's the bar. The bar is well, fringe playoff, and then anything below. But so I mean, there was like, who do you guys think is the home run higher? Two thousand, but I mean, two thousand seven to two thousand ten, they picked in the top two three times, and that's yeah. where they got. That's where they got. Calvin Johnson, Matthew Stafford, and then Dominican yeah. Sue. But and that, all of those guys were before the the kind of uh, the rookie cap thing kind of happened, right? Yes, Stafford was the last draft. Or wait, yeah. no, 2010, yeah. 2010 was. That's what kind of handcuffed them at that point. Right, you're right. And then they had to pay Calvin, and mm-hmm. which they did kind of. But but you saw that 
for you, that came to fruition in 2014 where that that defense was lights out. The offense had pieces and, you know, they got, you know, that playoff game in Dallas happened, but that Ugh. was their, that was their year. But they, if you yeah. know, the, you look at that season, was that the year that they went 11 and five and lost to, oh, they, no, Aaron Rodgers played one of those years. Flynn came in and threw like six touchdown passes. It was like four, 14 or 15. But oh, anyways, Flynn, yeah. Yeah, so, so anyways, what were you saying about so like what's next? Yeah, like who like who's the home run hire for you? Like I don't I mean it it has for me to even like try to be a fan again, this has to be such a home run hire, it's not even funny. I'm just done. Like I'm tired of this team. Yeah. I don't well, even watch. Like I watch other games on Sunday. I don't even watch. Oh, games so do I. Yeah, no way. So um, I mean, like I'll I'll have it on and listen to the background. But I said at the beginning of the season, I was not going to spend my time watching the Lions. I just wasn't no. going to do it. I, I, I do shit during the day, weekend. and then I'll then at night I'll watch. You know, you know whatever game I want to. You know, whatever the premier game is, or or whatever. But I, I just I'm like this is not worth my time. I've spent I've spent too much time watching shitty product. Shitty football. I, I'm done with that. I want to watch something that's fun and exciting. So here we are. Uh huh. Yeah, that's the thing with the next move is like you look at this job and it's like, what's attra- what's attractive about it? You There's, know when it was attractive last year. Exactly when you had the top three pick and you could draft Tua or Herbert. You know, you could one of those draft. Guys. You could you could come in as a GM and, and head coach and draft the guy that you both thought was going to be your game changer and franchise changer. But no, now we're just going to have like the ninth pick and a team full of fucking ex cast off Patriots. Sweet. Right. The, the only, the only saving grace for the job is that the ownership doesn't meddle and they'll give you time. That's, that's your selling point. And you have a veteran quarterback, but he's on, you know, he's only got a couple years left on his contract. Isn't that Um, awful? Isn't that awful for us? Like, yeah, the, the most attractive part about the job is is the thing that you we just fail. despise the most. We despise yeah. the most that, is that the Fords just take forever to make decisions. And they just right. – they, they're, they're loyal to a fault. And it's just like – and, and so what, what, what do we get? I want to get stuck with, the, with them just being complacent and, you know, in, you know incompetent in what they're doing. It's like, yeah, and it's in like, a way I'm kind of, in a way, I'm kind of like, I am I the, I'm the idiot. I am the idiot for thinking that this is going to be different. Right. It's not. No, exactly. And that's like, you know, initially I think the reaction is like, all right, fuck. Yeah. They're, these guys are gone. Like things are going to be different. And then you're like, wait, well, no, we said that when they hired Jim Schwartz and when they hired, uh, you know, when they fired Millen and when they brought in Mariucci, when they brought in Morning Wed, when they brought in Matt Millen, and you're just like, it's for the last 20 years, it's just been new, it's just been new turnover. And honestly, like, you know, there's nothing well, to be. This, ex- this, city, this city has never attracted the, the like, up and coming young, like, no, the next big not. coach, you know, the. the we're not going to. What's his name? Shanahan or, or Cliff Kingsbury, like. We're never going to get guys like that. No. Like a McVay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Josh McVay. That's a good one. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it sucks. And like, you look at, you look at the jobs that are open right now or that will be open. 
I mean, just look at the top three picks, probably. You've got the Jets, who are probably going to go winless. That's an even more attractive job than the Lions, because at least you can go in and pick Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. New York market, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. more attractive. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville? You're... Jacksonville, that that's that roster is a dumpster fire, and you're gonna go, you're gonna rock in there and probably draft Justin Fields, or yeah. you know. So, exactly. um, Houston, you've got Deshaun Watson. Now, granted, there's no draft capital there because I think they traded it all when they. Oh yeah, they don't even have any first round picks. I don't think. Yeah, so like, but you but you have a quarterback there that is. I mean, you can see as soon as they you fired Bill, he's got a guy you can build around. Yeah, as soon as they fired Bill O'Brien, Deshaun Watson has gone off. Um, and then, I mean, God, you look at uh, who else? Who else is that? But I mean, like, you get the point, right? Like, yeah, there's a handful of jobs that are going to be open that are going to be way more attractive than the Lions' job. And you know, I the the saving the saving grace is that maybe you know, hopefully Robert Salah is the guy that can come in here and turn things around. Who's because he knows what it's like to be here, but I I don't know, man. I just have no idea. I think they're gonna pick a G. They're gonna go with the GM first. That that's kind of. I think. That's God, I hope so. There. But it right? wouldn't it be the? It would be totally the Lions be to the like Lions hire the coach. Yeah, we'll hire the coach and then we'll hire the GM. That makes sense. Like, yeah. Did you hear the new? Like, I heard there was some buzz today about. Uh, what's the other guy? BME. Uh, 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 the KC. Uh, the enemy, uh, yeah, yeah. That he's only going somewhere in a package deal with that the GM. He's not at KC anymore. The guy, it's the guy that drafted Mahomes. Oh, is he like an assistant GM somewhere in, else? He, he was at, I think he was at Cleveland, or he's back. He was at Cleveland now. I can't remember. I got to oh! look it up. Oh yeah, he was at he was in Cleveland last year. <laughs> he's the one that made the move to get Odell. From New York, maybe I gotta find. I, I have no idea what his name is, but apparently BME's not. John John Dorsey. That's it. Yeah, he's they're like apparently telling everybody out there that we might be available as a package deal. That to huh. me would be the home run hire. Yeah, yeah. I mean that guy that that guy that GM did everything in his power to get to to jump up and get Mahomes, like and Kelsey. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, he, yeah, he's, he's, got an eye, he's got an eye for, ta- for talent. Yeah, and you have a coach that, you know, hopefully he can be – hopefully it's not, um, you know, hopefully he's not just riding Andy Reid's coattails, right? He's actually yeah. a great offensive mind. Um, I don't want so, – like Salad is not attractive to me because I don't want somebody who grew up here. I don't want somebody a Lions fan. I want somebody to come here and like – just come here and tear this shit apart and yeah. like build it up from scratch in a different way. Like, you know, and this name came up the other day on Valeni and it, it, they didn't talk about it very much, but he could, he could be on the outs is Doug Peterson in Philadelphia. Um, mm-hmm. Now <clears throat> the only caveat in Valeni said this, he's like, well, if it comes out that he's the one that wanted to draft Jalen hurts, then no run away. Um, <laughs> but, but the, the thing is they're struggling right now. You know, I, I don't know if, is it, is it totally on him or is it because Carson Wentz just has, he's overrated. Be, be, cliff. Yeah. He's just, he's not as good as everybody thought. And, 
you know, it's Philadelphia, Philadelphia, now that they've won the Super Bowl, now they expect that every year. Now they expect mm-hmm. to be the Patriots, you know, they expect to be New England. And, you know, maybe they, they maybe, were pretty, they were pretty injury ridden this past couple of years, like big time. Last year, last year and this year, they had so many games lost for, for injuries. Like basically every single receiver um, last year was out. Like, you know, they've just, they're, they've lost a ton of offensive linemen too. They've had a ton of injuries, but he's a guy that if he becomes available, could be an option. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I could definitely see John Dorsey uh, swinging that deal with the Fords and being like, look, I'm going to bring in Andy Reid's boy. And they just won the Super Bowl and have been to, you know, did they go to the AFC, AFC Championship game the year before? Yeah. Like that team is that team is outstanding right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's got his fingerprints all over that. They won the Super Bowl last year and then they lost to Brady in the ACC Championship. Yeah. Yeah, and in that, and in that, yeah, in that game, they had a pick. Um, they had an interception that would have iced it, but there was a fucking penalty on the on the on the play, and it gave Brady the ball back, and they they ended up marching down the field. And I think they kicked a field goal to win it, sent him to the Super Bowl. I mean, like that was Mahomes. Like was that Mahomes' second year or his rookie year? His that game was year. just like an absolute shootout, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And they changed, and it, didn't they change the overtime rule after that, like for playoffs? Uh, that's a good I question. But that, I, I just I'm pretty sure that game, like, because every both teams were scoring at will, and there was literally no defense. That I think Mahomes or, or the Chiefs were bitching so bad they never got another shot. Yeah, they didn't get the ball back. You're right. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm pretty sure they changed some of the overtime rules because of that game. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. So I'm, that was the year that it was it was New England and L.A. in the Super Bowl, and the, it was like the, what was the final like ten seven? It was an awful game, and everybody was like, "Please, Chiefs, Saints, Chiefs, oh, Sh- yeah. Saints." Okay, yeah. Because it would have just been you know you're you're thinking all right, this could be a high flying, just like shootout, really fun game to watch. Instead, we got this defensive standstill, you know of you know, two field goals and only one touchdown scored. It was garbage. Oh, um, but yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I totally forgot about John Dorsey. Um, but I don't, you know, like it's just one of those things where like you look at some of these lists and like it's hard to read through some of the crap because it's like all right, everybody people are suggesting. Salah because he's from Detroit. It's obvious, and he's well. It's because it's because of, what's his name Sherman. Like he, yeah, he en- randomly endorsed him today. He he endorsed him, but even before that, I mean, last week Matt Derry was like, "Get Salah in here to be the coach. Go hire this." There was some VP somewhere, and then go hire. A, I can't remember who the GM was, um, but yeah, Salah. And then people are even saying Jim Harbaugh, and I just I can't. Oh take my that god. Story. I can't take that seriously. I would root so hard against the Lions for the rest of my life. I just there's no way he's leaving Michigan because he's not going anywhere. I can't believe I can't believe he's he's even on the Lions list. Like, so you're gonna hire a guy that half of your state hates? Well, now now most of his fan base hates him too. So that's that'd be a real smart hire for, for that team. Well, and for him, he still has two years left where he's making eight. 
and a half. It was it almost nine million dollars. The Lions aren't going to pay him that much, right? Well, how I mean, much to get? It, if any team in the NFL wants Jim Harbaugh, they're going to have to overpay for him. I mean, simple as that. I don't think he's leaving Michigan unless they have to come to some mutual agreement. But right, know. so he's not. He's not going I hope, anywhere. I hope, they, I hope they extend him for ten years. They've already. I, I heard yesterday <laughs> there's already an extension in in the works, a four year extension or something like that. Valenny's new Valenny's new co-host. What's his name? Uh, Rico. Rico. Yeah, like he 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 keep he keeps saying his sources like keep telling them there's good, there's an extension in the works. For sure, they yeah. uh, they have to. I mean, it's Valenny. Even Valenny talked about this. I went back and looked at some clips from a couple years ago. Valenny he he laid that out perfectly, and we'll, we'll keep talking about lines. But he was like, what? Does Mich- Michigan hired the perfect coach for them? Harbaugh was the perfect coach for them, and now they're at the point where, how do you turn the page when that doesn't work out? And they can't do that. Yeah, they have to like somehow justify it now, right? They have to like try just to keep fix going. It. Yeah, keep yeah, going. They have to try because, to fix it because I think they, they, have, they have to swallow their pride and. The people, the the blue the blue bloods that run that school will never ever do that. So that's why they're just they're stuck in this little circle right now, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, he and yeah, it's just I mean he's getting he's getting hammered in the local media out there, right? I mean, oh, even dude, it's nuts. Um, yeah, I mean even uh, you know, it's just. It's just, it's just alarming, right? Um, but yeah, so getting back to the Lions, you know, they've got these lists out, hot names. You know, obviously it's probably some of that's clickbait, right? Like, oh, Jim Harbaugh, the Lions, no way. Um, yeah. So there's some of that, but like, you kind of have to dig a little deeper to kind of hear about to kind of get to all right, who's like a serious candidate for the job? And the problem is, is that like, I, you know, the Lions are going to be so low on some of these people's lists, right? I just, and you don't, you can't trust Rod Wood and Sheila to make a right decision because two weeks ago they thought they were a playoff team. Just because we had a last second field goal win against one of the worst teams in football. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's, I don't know. How, a, I don't, honestly, I don't know how she could have said that after like the, the two weeks ago. Okay. Yep. You got that crazy win. You know, they pulled it out, whatever. And then you got shut out. Yeah. Who gets by, shut out, out. In the NFL. by a how team? You get shut out in the NFL. Not, and, 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 and this then, wasn't and like, then, this wasn't like they got shut out by Kansas City. This was a team no, that had no. lost five games in a we row. Was, we were like, it was like, quarterback. Like, yeah, yeah. Look at this guy. Right, they exactly. Didn't have- and they, <laughs> like, and he, and he, oh, God, I don't know. I, he, 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 like, he, like he, so made it, he made us look, he made us look stupid. He made us look stupid. And then, and then, then we, because Aldi, wasn't that one of the games when, like, I, I don't know, it was like the second episode we did, we went, we looked at the calendar, we looked at the schedule, and we're like, all right, yeah, they got the next five games, I'm like, they could be, you know, they could be, they could have a winning record, and I, th- I think we said Carolina was like, yeah, this is a win, this could be a win, and it was like, they got we shut looked, out. 
we looked at their schedule after the Saints game and said this team could be seven and four because yeah, they had that's right, that's Jack- right. They had Jacksonville, Atlanta, and Washington on the schedule. That was three wins. Plus Minnesota was in there too, and they were bad at the time. They've gotten better. They were, yeah, yeah, real bad at the time. They've been so hot lately, though. Yeah, they've been on fire. Um, and then they and then there was Carolina, and then Houston on Thanksgiving. Houston's not, you know, record wise, not a great great team. Um, yep. You know, so it's just you, you know you look at this and it's like I, you know, I want to be excited because this is new. Um, it's exciting territory to be, to be able to kind of turn the page and be like, all right, let's start over, let's rebuild this thing. But like. Valeni said, "This is a fucking expansion roster. It's, it's we're five years we're five years away from any yeah, and that's and that's if we hire the right guy. Yeah, exactly. It, and it's not even just the right coach. We got to get the right GM. We got to get the right assistant coaches. It's just, you know, and, and the other thing that's terrifying too is what if Daryl Bevel goes on like a four game win streak or something, and we're like, yeah, oh, I, I thought about that too." Like, some reason, like, how how awful would it be if, like, for some god awful reason, we somehow made the playoffs? Okay, yeah. so right before right before I called you guys, I'm like, okay, I know we're talking Lions. I'm gonna go Google Detroit Lions news, see if there's anything breaking that I can catch up on. And the first thing that popped up, uh, where did it say? It said like Bevel making huge strides at practice. Of course, I mean, just like players will be practice, and it just cringe at it. I mean, because Patricia was such a fucking asshole. Yeah, like yeah, that's exactly right. That's literally exactly right, Aldi. Anybody would have been better than what they were, what they had. I mean, and, I'm hearing that I, I'm hearing stuff that like he would not let them listen to music in the locker room. He oh wouldn't God. let them talk. I mean, like it was like bad, like to the point where. You saw the text from everybody after he got fired. You know, I think it was Slay that texted something about, "Oh, you thought my career was going to be over?" Who, you know, who's laughing? No, that thing. was Asia. Oh, that, was that a, Twitter, was a, that Twitter, like that was Asia Robinson. Of all the ex Lions players was great. Yeah, was, and that's it was, what it was awesome, and it was very telling. And it, 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 what it tells me is what we've been talking about before: is that the Fords don't know what the fuck they're doing. They, they, right. they, like if you got that going on inside your organization, I'm sorry. And you, if you do nothing about it, you are absolutely part of the problem. I, I don't yes. care. I don't care what I don't care what business it is. It could be football. It could be you know a, a construction. Uh, you know whatever, pharmaceutical, uh, any kind of business. If you got that kind of fucking that like that kind of negativity inside your organization, you don't address it. Like it's on you. Yeah, it's. Um... Because then I heard, you know, like you hear the stories about Caldwell. Those guys loved Caldwell. Yeah, they, they, they were like, I the they, they, people were on record, like I'd do anything for that, anything for that guy. He's, it was Ashawn. Cool. It was Ashawn Robinson, and that's what they were talking about on the radio all week. Because they were like, you know, sometimes when coaches get fired or like, oh, you'll hear pl- some players come out and be like, you know, they'll say something, but they're like, you, it, you do not see this many former players on the, from the team dancing on a coach's grave like that. And Slay, Robinson, I mean, Quandre Diggs, mm-hmm. um, 
And, and I mean, just, and I remember, I remember when they hired Quinn, I was like, all right, cool. Let's, let's do this. You know, they want to bring in the Patriot way. I, I trust that this guy knows what he's doing. Seems like he's got, he's a sharp dude. And then they brought in Patricia and like that first, that like first week or two of training camp, Dave Burkett was on uh, 97.1 and he had written some, he had written some pieces, some columns about it. He was like, the players are not happy right now. They do mm-hmm. not like this guy. Like he's coming in and it is an absolute culture shock and, P- and the players are, are pissed. And it, and it showed in that first game against the jets. These guys were dead. They were physically, mm-hmm. emotionally and mentally exhausted because Patricia just came in there and just fucking grinded the shit out of them. And mm-hmm. Patricia, you know, Patricia came, came in there. I mean, they said he was, und- he would address players in meetings in front of everybody yeah, you know, and that he and it, he alienated his best players because of that. And the fucking reason why they had to draft Okuda was because Slay was pissed about his Slay didn't like Patricia, so they had to get rid of him for nothing, and then use their third pick to try and replace him. Yeah, it's insane. That's that's isn't that like that's most? Have you ever heard of a situation like that before? No, no but that, like literally heard of a situation where. Base. We're gonna get rid of like a you know our star defensive player because he doesn't get along with them because the coach has a problem with him. What about like, Audrey like, Diggs? Like that dude, that dude's a baller. And we, what do we get rid yeah. of him for? Like a seventh round fucking pick? Like oh on. yeah, it was nothing. It was like a fifth or sixth round. It was a no. It was a no brainer for Seattle. They got an instant impact player as a starter. Yeah, I mean you just look. And then the guys that they brought in, they're paying Trey Flowers eighteen million dollars a year. The guy has like. Three sacks. You're not you're not paying your D end twenty million a year to not produce. Like it's 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 a product of your organization because you have to overpay anybody that's worth anything to come here. Right. Dude, like they could they like I'm looking at the standings right now in the NFC. I mean, obviously uh the East It's expanded this year, so I'm sure they still I'm sure they're not eliminated. So aren't there how many wild card teams are, are there? There's seven total playoff teams, so four division winners and uh, three wild card teams. Now. They added they added one wild card, I think, right? Yeah. So there's four seven. division, four division, and three wild card. So yeah, if the Lions go on I mean, a tear here, let's. I mean, I, it's I'm, not it's not insane for them to sit here and, and look at the schedule and say, yeah, they they could beat the Bears now they that they have a new Bears. coach. But if they yep. sneak, if they're able to do, if they're able to do that, and win games and sneak in. What if they're playing Washington again, or they're playing the Giants in the first round of the playoffs and they win? Well, shit, the Fords are gonna be like, "Yep, we got to keep this guy," right? Oh, I know. I, no, I, I, I listen. I don't want that to happen. I'm just saying, like, look at like, look at what what's happening. And I mean, it's not impossible. It's not impossible for them to like not like. Uh, I don't know. Actually, you know what? I mean, look like, at the, okay, Chicago. Look at this. No, look yeah. at the schedule. Green Bay, uh-uh. At Tennessee. Green Bay, Tennessee, no. Uh-uh. Oh, no. Tampa Bay, no. Vikings, Minnesota, no. Vikings, Vikings could be pl- – no, Vikings are – Vikings could be playing for a playoff spot. And it's in, it's in Detroit with no fans. Uh, week 17, this team, they could all be packed in if they lose the next – if they lose three of the next four games. Let's face it. I, I mean, I don't – I mean, they could beat Chicago, but 
I don't see that happening. Green Bay, fuck no. Tennessee is a Super Bowl contender. Tampa Bay, I mean, they still have a lot of a lot of talent. That defense is going to eat them alive. I don't know. I just don't see it now that I look at the schedule. It's not impossible, but it's highly, highly unlikely. Yeah. I'm done. I'm just done. I'm cashed out on this team. <laughs> yeah. Wyatt and I were watching other football games. I think it was couple weeks ago and i go hey buddy we're gonna pick a new team who do you who do you want to we had red zone on and i go what what team do you like and he liked dolphins and i go okay perfect because they drafted the guy i wanted i guess we'll be dolphins fans so i think i might get him a tua <laughs> jersey for christmas so he doesn't have to grow up in this this uh shame that we live in yeah that's it's it's not it's actually that's that's a smart move <laughs> Yeah, that's a smart room. I mean, I mean, that's what and Andy and I had those conversations earlier this year too about like, you know, what are what are some other teams that you're uh, following right now? And it was like, Andy's like, I really like watching Kansas City, and I was like, Buffalo's a team that you can really get behind. Chargers, I watch Chargers games like crazy. Yeah, but they're not like for like a split second. When at some point we got to talk about the Steelers. They're eleven and zero. Like, yeah, I mean, what's what's going on there? Well, their defense is awesome, and they have a quarterback now. I mean, Roethlisberger was hurt last year. Yeah, yeah he, the first year he's been uh, healthy in a while. I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, well, and I mean, like you look at the team, and Deontay Johnson's a stud. Chase Claypool's a stud. Yeah, Ebron. So speaking of that, uh, we're doing a live draft party at your house next year. We'll oh do yeah, po- we have podcast. To do that. We'll do a podcast. We'll record it. It'll be, it'll be hilarious. We have to do this. Yeah, that's going to be fun. So draft on seg- the boat. Yeah, perfect segue into the two Ryan's one cup fantasy football league of champions, which Ryan and I are co commissioners of. Um. Right now, champions this, too. You're the current standing champion. I, I yep. I'm the um, defending champion right now. You won it two years ago, and yeah, I'm hoping to go back to back. You uh yeah. I mean, see, I, I haven't played you in a while. I feel like uh, we play once, and it's usually like in the middle of the year. Gotcha. So we played like probably like week. Probably eight or nine, maybe. Yeah, it's, uh, let's it's see. Been a, I think this has been one of the hard, like at the beginning of the fantasy uh, fantasy football year. I I said, you know, this this year's got to have an asterisk on it. But the way I feel now that the champion of any league this year, like, is better than everybody because it's been such a hard year with this with this COVID shit. So that, I know fantasy football is hard enough, and. Yeah, throw the COVID in the mix. Well, and throw in a, a top eight wide receiver getting suspended for six games. That, <laughs> yeah, was that was that, he on your roster? Yes, he was. He would he he lit up the Lions last week. I was like, this is perfect. I like. I was like, this is exactly what I need. I'm gonna, you know, hopefully get into the playoffs and I'll get McCaffrey back. And now I'm just sitting here like. 
hoping you get uh, Kiki on waivers. Uh, uh, Kiki Cutie could be a potential option, yeah. That's 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 probably your best. Um, but there's other receivers out there. James yeah, Jackson. our league's our league's a little different with only ten guys. Who's usually with like some talent yeah. out there? Yeah, like there's I might end up having to stream, but I've got Michael Pittman from Indianapolis. I think um, he could be decent, but I thought I was okay with Travis Fulgham, and he has fallen off a cliff. Yeah, I was riding him on another league. Yeah, he was awesome. He was like he's good dropped, for like, he's like I dropped him, I think. Oh yeah, he's extremely droppable. Yeah, he's he's on he's on waivers for me too. I just holy crap, man. I just can't uh but yeah, I I had to make that trade for another running back because I was like, I need, you know, thank God Eckler came back and he's been, he was awesome last week, but, you know, I don't know if McCaffrey's coming back 100%. And I'm sitting there with three quarterbacks that, you know, I had to get rid of one of them. That's, uh, I don't know. I feel like this year, more than any, it's anybody's year, anybody's supper uh, grabs in the uh, T Rock playoffs. Dude, I like your dad's roster, man. He, Lenny's been on a tear lately. What do you mean, five in a row? He's won five in a row. He's riding that fucking Deshaun Watson train. Oh, he's just yeah, crazy. he's got Watson. You know what's funny? Lenny auto-drafted. Did Remember he really? That? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. He was, on a, he, he was on a plane, and he tried to send. He's like, hey, I got a guy that works for me that knows everything about the NFL. Can I send him the draft for me? I'm like, no, Len. Yeah, yeah you're, you're not sending in a ringer. <laughs> yeah, for the fantasy football draft? Come on. Oh, my God. But, dude, fucking grabby drop Nick Chubb like three weeks ago. I was like, you asshole. I mean, just, ah, uh, he's going to win the championship, I think, now because of that. I was just is like, Cle- dude. Is Cleveland was- still in the hunt? Cleveland's squarely in the hunt. They're 8-3. and three. Yeah, so Tubbs just going to keep tearing it up. Yeah, yeah. Their offensive line is dominant, and their running backs are awesome. Chubb's going to be 100 yards in a tutty like every week. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, he has David David Montgomery, who's going to absolutely torch the Lions this weekend. Oh. Um, his receivers are nasty too. Listen, listen to this: Devonte Adams, um, T T Higgins, Mike Evans. And then his running backs, he still has Montgomery, Chubb, and Kenyon Drake. And, dude, I mean, he's got Cousins. He's got Kirky at a quarterback. He's been tearing it up. Yeah. I just picked up Kirk in another league. Just uh, I had Lamar and Tua, and that's killing me. Yeah, I mean, he's had 20 points or more. Is it like he's thrown three touchdowns like three straight weeks, hasn't he? Yeah, dude, he's been – Lights Last out. week without feeling too. I mean, three three TDs against Carolina, three against Dallas, two against Chicago, three against the Lions. He's got one, two, three, four, five, three touchdown games. Mm-hmm. So, dude, your dad he's got steel. He's got Steelers D, which I mean they're they're playing they, Washington this week. So yeah, they're gonna he'll get some points from that. I think. Dude, and he's got Cincinnati in the semis. The Pittsburgh Steelers play Cincy. They're gonna they're gonna rack up points. And Lenny, Lenny might be our favorite. Dude, I think Lenny is the the team here because I was looking at your roster and a lot of people are saying Kyler actually might be hurt. 
Yeah, I was feeling good two weeks ago when I dropped. Uh, I think I almost put up 200 two weeks ago. And last week, I didn't even hit the century mark, so that was nice. Yeah, so – and Dalvin Cook, I mean, he's dominant, but you were ho- you're hoping to get that Lions game in before week 17 because that's just a smash game for him. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Aaron Jones, Keenan Allen – Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, my team is. Uh, it's like we're either we. I'm either close to 200 or just absolute laying a turd on the field. That's kind of like what I've been all year. Yeah. Well, it's gotten you eight wins, which is good yeah. enough for first right now, and you're looking at a buy. I'll and, take it. Yeah. It's been hard because I've been in first the entire year. And I've been at the tenth waiver position the entire year. The way our league works, that's that's why it's been it's been tough. But yeah, you yeah you got to make moves. Um, like you got to make moves almost the week, you know, like before the games are done, right? Oh because no, like I, I at this position, I've been trying to look two weeks ahead every time. Yeah, yeah, trying to get the yeah. guy not not so much because I know I'm not going to get the guy everybody's going after this week, but I got to see. Who's going to be the guy next week, you know? Yeah. Like for me, it's been injuries. I mean, I had four, I had four guys on IR at one point and they were not droppable. Like I wasn't going to drop Eckler. I wasn't going to drop McCaffrey. I wasn't going to drop Zach Ertz and I wasn't going to drop Noah Fant. Eventually I did drop Ertz. Um, But like, dude, running back is just, I just feel like running back is always a fucking pit for me. Dude, listen to this. I drafted number one overall twice in this league. I've got exactly three games from those players. Holy crap. Three. That's nuts. Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell sat out the whole year. And that pick got me the championship because I picked. Uh, you picked up Dalvin Cook right after, right? No, 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 no. What's his name? Oh, that was the year like, that pretty much anybody who had Gurley on the roster won the championship. Won. Yep, he was an absolute monster. So, yep. so, and then this year I drafted McCaffrey, and he's only played three games. And he's, and he's not, you'll be like, I don't, I don't, I don't think he'll see the field. I mean, if they're not in the playoffs, he's not going to play. I don't know because I said last week he was questionable against Minnesota, um, and that, yeah. I, I, I thought the same thing too, and I was like, dude, why, like, why even risk it? Same thing with Austin Eckler. Like, why even risk bringing him back? You have three or four wins. But these coaches, dude, these, these, dude, they want to win. They want to win. It does not matter about draft position or whether mm-hmm. we're in the playoffs or not. They want to win, and they play their best players. It's just how it goes. Right. Good. So I, like I, it. I, I totally hear, I totally hear you, and you know, makes sense to me too. I never thought. I never thought Eckler would come back and have that much volume last week. Yeah, that was kind of a surprise. I uh, I was definitely invested in some of the other Chargers running backs in my league, and immediately, like, what was his name? What's the guy that's on everybody's pretty much bounces from team to team every year? Balage. Oh, Kalen Balage. Yeah. Yeah, he got he got me a couple good wins, but I'll drop now because Eckler came back and looks like he didn't miss a beat. No, it was, it was ridiculous. He had, what was it, like 
14 carries, and he had 11 catches. Sounds about right. That's insane. And he had over mm-hmm. 100 yard, uh, over 100 scrimmage yards. He didn't even score, and he still had 24 points. It's insane. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, everybody, I mean, the Chargers, Justin Herbert, I I think I would like him. I think I like him over Tua and maybe even Burrow. But it's hard to tell with Burrow because the Bengals are so bad. Yeah, I think I think long term Burrow might be a better guy. Yeah, just because he, you know, he's he got them a couple. What do you what do you, what do you get two wins this year? Uh, two wins and a tie. Yeah, but they were practically all him with that roster. Oh, I mean, for sure, for sure. And he, he's he. I mean, well, they beat Tennessee. Oh, I forgot about that. Man, yeah, they, beat the, they beat the Titans. And, dude, they, they actually have some decent weapons. A.J. Green is obviously done. Um, but when Mixon's healthy, he's a good cor- He's a good running back. T. Higgins but I think compared ridiculous. to Herbert's weapons, though. Like, Herbert's got way more weapons, I think. Oh, oh for sure. Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, um, yeah. Hunter, Hunter Henry, Mike Williams. Yeah. But I'm just saying, as far as, like, a young core – uh, you know, T. Higgins looks solid. Tyler Boyd mm-hmm. is solid, is really good. Um, Cincinnati always seems to have competent tight ends, right? Yeah. So if they can get their offensive line figured out, that'll be a good offense. But they're, you know, they've got a they're they're almost like the Lions where they need to they need to rebuild that whole roster. But at least they have their franchise quarterback, which they almost killed this year. Let's be honest. Oh that God, was, yeah. I mean. For the coach to come out and say, oh, well, sometimes that happens. Are you fucking kidding me? He, he got hit like 75 times in 10 games. You're not doing enough to protect him, right? Yeah, exactly. Run the ball Run. more. Yeah. Even if you can't fucking gain a yard, get him out of harm's way. Roll him out. You know, like he's a he obviously a competitive guy, but, I mean, they're lucky it was just too – you know, they're lucky it was just the MCL and the ACL and it wasn't anything else. Yes, yeah, guys, guys you, don't, you don't want to see you don't want to see knee surgery on your first uh first year of your franchise quarterback. Right. And and guys come back from that stuff now, but I mean That's always it, gonna it, be an issue now. Yeah, they didn't even know the extent of it it was that bad. They thought it could have been not only just the ACL, MCL, but the P, the PCL, which is like behind the knee. Um, wow. and a, the a meniscus tear, like they, they just, I mean, his knee just got absolutely fucking shredded and like, it'll, it, it'll, it'll be problematic in the future. It's just inevitable. I, like I had the uh, most minuscule tear you could have in your knee. Like I didn't even have to have surgery for it. I had to wear a brace for a few weeks and it still bothers me daily. Yeah, I mean, knee surgery. I need surgery in two thousand six. It still bugs me. Yeah, it doesn't go away. It's never the yeah, same. It, but I mean, these guys are, you know, they're seeing the best doctors. Be better athletes than Andy and I. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to say. I didn't want to say. Uh, I, highly doubtful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean. I'm obviously but, in top shape. So. And the the rehab the rehab and stuff like that is going to be pretty rigorous. But um, 
I mean, you hope that you hope that he'll be fine. I mean, it's just kind of like when Stafford kept hurting his shoulder. You were like, "Son of a bitch, can we just see what this guy can do?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. It's going to be an interesting playoffs, man. I mean, this is this league really is like. It's always been a week to week league where it's like one week you're up, next week you're down, right? Oh yeah. This I mean, this is pretty close this year. We got. Let's see, we got Sean. Who's Chip? Or okay, we got both Wilkinsville brothers fighting for a spot. Yep. Butler in there. Jeff. I mean, is is McNabb eliminated at five and seven? Yeah, probably. Um, I don't know, man. Because if he, I play him, I play him this weekend. So if I if I beat him, yeah, he's done. But if he if he wins and there's some other losses, he could sneak in. You know, he's got some high points too. He's in ninth place with like fifth place points. The problem is, is he's got a bunch of guys that are on the COVID list. So he's got a bunch of he's got like Lamar, he's got uh, J.K. Dobbins. Oh, gross! I just opened, I just opened his team, and Andy Dalton's the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're playing Baltimore this weekend. <laughs> so he's just gonna start whoever's playing. Oh, yeah. gross! Yeah, um, you know. He's got Dallas Goddard, which I dropped him a couple weeks ago, and I'm kicking myself for that. Oh, I tried to get that guy. I need a, I need a tight end bad. I just didn't trust Philly's defense, so, Philly's offense. I mean, if you look at his – but you look at the games that I had him, and I started him, he scored 2.5 and 7.3. I was like, fuck this. And, of course, I drop him, and he drops – you know, he's dropping 18 points a game now. So, whatever. But, I mean, tight end is – Tight end is an absolute fucking pit. I did enjoy last week starting Taysom Hill at tight end. I did that in another league, and it was absolutely glorious. It was, but I was I was sending Taysom Hill memes to my cousin Sean, who I was playing all night long. It was awesome. I bet he was so pissed. <laughs> yep, he was. He was protesting, said it shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, well, unfortunately, bring that up with ESPN because they're the ones that designate the positions, right? Exactly. And they changed it. So, yeah, um, remember how we were talking about how, what, how dog shit tight end was this year? Yeah. Guess, guess who's the number third ranked tight end right now? Please don't tell me Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson. Uh, you got to be only, kidding me. He's only averaging 11.8 a game. 11.8 points a game. Wow. So you got you have Kelsey and and who Waller. else? Like who else is consistent? Darren Waller. He's had a good year. Haven't yeah. watched Raiders much. Uh yeah, Darren Waller is uh he's he's a he's a he's a plug and play guy for sure. Um, God, I, 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 I started Carr on two. I picked, I streamed Carr on two of my four teams last week. Oh, two teams oh. that I had to have a win. Oh, I played um, Chet Walters last weekend, and he, I think he, I think he streamed Derek Carr too, and he got like three points. Oh, it was gross. He got negative points in my one league. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Great. oh. fantastic. Oh. He finished with point six. Oh, Owie. I thought that was like the most brilliant move ever. Like looking at like the upcoming schedule and the way they, you know, they've been playing lately. They hung with Kansas City. They've beaten Kansas City. 
They dominated Cleveland. Ugh. Every time that dude gets up, like he comes crashing back down. That's been the story of his career. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh inconsistent. It's uh disappointing. Um, but yeah, we'll see. It should be interesting to uh to see how the the playoffs unfold. I'm sure we'll be talking about it uh in the upcoming weeks. Yeah. So when I take that trophy from you. Yeah, we'll see. It's uh, sitting on my desk. Oh, I think you're dropping it off to Lenny. He's 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 looking like the team beat going in, man. Oh, for sure. The only thing that kind of worries me a little bit is, um, the, actually the Will Fuller suspension because now it's, you know, that's a that's a that's a big target, right? That's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we'll see. Well, I, you could you could sell tight end and uh, tight end and and your Will Fuller situation in one. I think that what's his name down there? What's that? What's that tight end's name down there? Atkins. Oh, a- he, George, he's gonna, Jordan, he, he gets a Jordan, lot of end zone targets. Jordan Akins, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, they have decent running backs. Uh, I mean, Duke Johnson's not a world beater, but um, he can catch the ball. So maybe he's like a, a second or third option. You know, line him up out wide. Mm-hmm. Yep, we'll just have to see. But yeah. you're going down. It'll be interesting. Okay, we'll see. If I get McCaffrey back, <laughs> look out. Because <laughs> um, my QBs are, are pretty solid. I, I definitely uh, – picking up Herbert was huge because it allowed me to dra- uh, trade away Russell Wilson, who actually – Seahawks looks like they're moving to a more ground and ground Oh, yeah, you knew he had to come back down to earth. Oh, dude, he was averaging like five touchdowns a game through like four weeks. That <laughs> was ridiculous. No, and they're and like it, it, it's it's all Russell. Like yeah, yeah. That like he was just gonna get tired eventually this season, and it happened. Yeah. So, but uh, well, we'll touch base on the fantasy later. But real quick before we sign off, I think we want to touch on some Big Ten football. Um, and there's a lot of a lot of chatter going on right now about uh, COVID and Michigan and Maryland got canceled this weekend. Ohio State's playing, um, and they're playing at MSU, so they'll line up and play. No Ryan Day, and there's a unspecified number of players that won't be there. So it'll be interesting to see what happens this weekend. But from your guys' perspective, what's kind of kind of the key headlines this week that have, have come up from? Hello. Yep. What do you? <laughs> I, I thought is Andy asleep? I thought he was going to talk. Maybe. Uh, you go ahead. Take it. Take it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I haven't watched a lot of Spartan football this year. I, I, I was shocked. I was outside doing yard work at the Northwestern game. My dad's like, "You got, you got to go turn this game on. They're, they're going to win." I'm like, "Oh shit!" And to me, that like for Sparty, it's yeah, we got a, we have a top ten win. Um, and we came in and beat Michigan the first year and like, you know, Mel Tucker seems to be the right guy and he can get the guys up for, for the big games and that's progress. And, uh, Ohio state, I mean, they're just world beaters above and beyond the rest of the league. They're a machine for sure. Yeah. 
it's just it's crazy how they just keep cranking these rosters out and they're just the guys they have top you know top 10 draft picks every year it's just it's nuts well yeah and like Valeni's even talked about it like he thinks arguably they're the best team and the best program in the country yeah, yeah I mean just for, on a consistency point like it's them in Alabama I think and, yeah in Clemson I mean I think you have to put Clemson in there just because they they're getting there I think they're getting there yeah but I mean like that the the quarterback room I, I know this was this a while ago but like that quarterback room was Joe Burrow JT Barrett and uh what's his name oh, God, Car- Cardell Jones and Dwayne Haskins. I mean, that's insane. Those are all NFL players, except for JT. And we don't know where where did Fields transfer from? Georgia. Okay. Like, they got him out of the portal. Yep. Because I think what happened was Fields transferred to from Georgia to Ohio State Remember that kid, Dewan Mathis, that was committed to MSU, and then he he's, he um, signed with OSU. I think he signed with Ohio State, right? Well, uh, I'm not sure. Fields transferred to, to Ohio State. This kid, Dewan Mathis, transferred elsewhere. But I guess I think he's entering the transfer portal again. So maybe oh, MSU. Oh, I did read that. Is he at? I think he's at Georgia right now, right? Yeah. So like him and so Dewan Mathis is from Michigan. Um, and he was commi- He had verbally committed to Michigan State, and then he, and then and then he opened up his recruiting again, and he committed to Ohio State, signed that with them, went there for a year, and then Fields transferred and from Georgia to OSU, and then Mathis transferred from OSU to Georgia. So it's basically yeah. like a flip flop. But that, I mean, I, I did hear that his uh, that was something I read this week about Sparty is that they are. He did mention they're on his list. But I don't know. I'm not. I don't know how excited I am about that because I think he lost his starting job in Georgia at the beginning of the year. Yeah, you're right. I can't, oh God, what's that kid's name? Anyways, um, well, and he, yeah, basically that was he was probably waiting to see if he could win that job after Jake Fromm left. Um, and obviously they feel comfortable with who they got now. I can't remember the kid's name. If I if I heard it, I would know it. I'd be like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I know. I can't, I can't remember either. I mean, but the point is, like Mel Tucker, like I want him to get his guy. I want him to recruit his guy. Well, it, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think our quarterbacks on like his guy is not on our roster. No, you're absolutely right, no. and that's. <laughs> we talked about this, like what with Jeff, that like the uh, it's, the quarterback. It's not Rocky. It's not Rocky, and and, and the, the the future quarterback for the Spartans might be in high school right now. Yeah, absolutely. For sure, and yeah, we that's, said that that's why like the, that's, that's why he's getting. Yeah, and that's why he's going to have to hit the uh, transfer portal, and maybe maybe they're able to get this kid, Dewan Mathis. He's from Oak Park, um, but yeah, he's at Georgia right now. Um, Stetson Bennett is the kid, the junior from Georgia. Okay. The, so he's not going anywhere. So if Dewan Dewan Mathis enters the portal, he. He he would he would he would step in and be the starter next year for sure, no question. I mean, I think I think if you can if you can get anybody out of the portal that is going to be immediate upgrade to a position on your roster, you try to do it. Yeah, and he, 
He's doing that right now. He's already he's already plucked an offensive lineman from a junior college. But I mean, you look at Michigan State. I mean, the offensive line has has been the issue, but like the wide receivers are legit, man. Jaden Reed, Jalen Naylor, and Ricky White. Like you can come in there and be like, all right, I got some dudes I can play with. You know, there's um there's some guys that there's some guys there that have talent and defensively, I mean. They're definitely better than I thought they'd be. Yeah, I think uh, what's his name from uh, who's the who's the coordinator, the D coordinator uh, from what Washington, Hazelton, Kansas State. Yeah, like he's Scotty Scotty Hazelton. I just I just know Beard. Yeah, yep. But he, beard, uh, yeah, yeah. He's got them playing better than I than I expected, and I think uh, the you know the recruiting advantage right now is in Sparty's corner because Michigan is like, you know, looking like we were four years ago and just in shamble, you know, start not four years ago, what, two years ago? Two years where ago. D'Antonio yeah, looks so. like just stopped caring. Yeah. I mean, just all of a sudden we were in shambles and we, we were not getting any more Detroit recruits who aren't getting, you know, not pulling any Ohio guys. And uh, right now Mel's got the big advantage and there's, there's already been, there was a kid that just uh, committed to the state. That was what a four star, I think, out of Allen Park, maybe just recently. Yeah, he's been he he got a, a a running one of the top running backs in the the state. I can't remember who what his name was, um, and he got a three star lineman from East Lansing, and he got a four star running back out of New Jersey. So I I think next year you're gonna have a freshman probably come in and, and start at running back. I don't care as long as he's as he's getting his guys and and uh, you know he's recruiting like just that's that's why that's why I think this guy was hired. He it sounds like is on the recruiting trail hard and he will go after everybody and um, yeah. Right now it's the state's right for the picking because like I mean right after state party beat uh, Michigan this year there were guys that flipped from Michigan yeah. to state I believe. Yep. Um, what's his name? Uh, Benny. I don't know if yeah. he was committed. I don't know if he was committed to Michigan yet, or he was he was picking between the two. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it, that 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 win against Michigan allowed him to uh, gr- you know run the program in peace, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Because it kept the fan base happy. You know, literally. They went into Michigan and won, and now that now they now they have a he's got a top ten win under his belt. I think this weekend is just cover cover the spread. Yeah, don't get embarrassed out there. Show us some things, you know. That's it. Like especially if if regardless of you know who's out for Ohio State, they're going to be shorthanded. They don't have their coach. Just. Keep you know, keep it to like twenty or twenty one. You know, what is the spread? Do you even 20, know? Twenty four and a half, I think, or twenty four. Well, so, it, it, to me, to me, so far, I'm happy with the hire. Oh yeah, and just because, just because I've seen him like get up for the game, big game, something that Harbaugh, you know, over in Ann Arbor, never ever can do. So, right, yeah, he's he's. Two double-digit underdog wins. It's crazy. Yep. And then, 
across the across the street at Breslin Center, or you know, a couple yeah. blocks over. I am blossom like like I am pleasantly surprised by this this team this year. So you guys, you guys watched Duke? You had to have, right? Yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a great game. That's so, the game that usually I'm used to, to to Spartan basketball just lose, like just throwing away at the end. Yep. And it, it yeah. started to look like they might be throwing it away, and then and they stepped in and and, and held it. I mean, I was I was impressed, honestly, because like you, I, I'm with you, Dasky. Typically, that's that's a game that's like, oh, we're either gonna lose right at the very end, or we're just not gonna be in the game. Never catch, we just never catch them. It's early. They played very yeah. well. It's early in this. It's early in the season. We never win that game. We're always, you know, uh, uh, late January. Yeah, February, March team. That's the first time he's beat Duke in the regular season. Is that right? Ever? Yeah. His, oh wow. His he other wins were the. He was he was zero three at at uh, Cameron. Yeah. Wow. His first. His first win against Duke was in the 2005 um, regional semifinal, and then two years ago in the regional final, um, or well, a year and a half ago. But yeah, I I was reading an article from Grant Couch in the Lansing State Journal, and he was like, "This is this is a testament to the program that Izzo has built because you lost your two best players from last year, arguably the second best player in program history. I mean." legendary player in Cassius Winston and in one of his best big men in Xavier Tillman. Yeah. And this team somehow got better. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I think, I think all these, what we have is like, all these guys are what, like juniors, all our starters, sophomores, juniors. Uh, Lankford's a senior. But everybody, uh, like everybody, a, like a fifth year, like seventh year senior. Yeah. Lankford's your senior, but, um, but I mean, he, it was for medical. I mean, it's because he's yeah. But but these these guys that are like you know Rocket Watts and and Gabe Brown, like they've been behind following like Cassius like Cassius Winston's understudy the past couple of years, and and yeah. they're getting their chance now, and they're they're just all a bunch of like they're not superstars, but they're all just a bunch of ballers that they, they look like they're having fun out there, you know? They yeah, they know their role, and you're starting exactly. to, you're starting to see. Aaron Henry turn a corner and with his size, length, athleticism, he is a lottery. He could be a lottery pick in the NBA draft. He almost left, didn't he? He almost left this year. Yeah, he almost left. So you got him, you've got Rocket Watts, and Joey Hauser, who's the transfer for Marquette. That dude yeah. might be the be- that dude might be the best player on the team. He's size stretch you know he can stretch the floor he can rebound and then you've got and then you've got guys coming off the bench like Malik Hall and Julius Marble and Marcus Bingham Jr and it's just like this team can and defensively they're just insane they don't let up because they can rotate so many guys in and Foster Lawyer is a competent backup point guard he i can't believe how like improved he is this year I mean, yeah, it, the the writing was kind of all the, on the wall when they made him a captain. The voters, yeah. uh, the players made him a captain. The the dude just works his ass off, I think, and and it's turned into the you know somebody had to step up when Cash has left, and I think there's it's been a collective effort. There's been a few guys, and you know they it's it's is what he built, like you said. They he he just 
he gets this talent. Shit. What's going on? You guys watching the Oregon Oregon State at all? No, I am not. Like no, uh, Oregon State just went for like an eighty-two yard rushing touchdown (laughs) to to tie the game. Isn't that a replay? Is it? uh, Is it a replay? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, I don't think so. It looks like it's live. Oregon, Oregon State, the Civil War. Um. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> Foster Lawyer came into that game, and before he came in, you know, MSU was down ten, and um, Couch wrote this in his art, in his column. He was like, he was a, you know, they were kind of playing erratic. Um, Rocket Watts kind of was out of, a little bit out of sorts, and Lawyer came in, drew, drew a charge, and just kind of calmed things down. He drew a few charges, I think, in a row. He drew three. He drew three charges. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, it, like last year. I felt like he just had to come in to give cash just like a, a, a breather. And this year, I'm like, man, this dude can kind of get this team up like cash just did. And I mean, and he's he's lethal from three. I mean, he can shoot yeah. some deep ones, man. Yeah, because he well, was. He's got I mean, to stand. He's got to be farther back because like a foot shorter and everybody out there. So. Yeah, but that was like his calling card, and you know he averaged like thirty points a game in high school. So, like, yeah. So my hometown. Yeah, him and well, Kithier transferred from Dakota, but he was like his last year was Clarkson too. Yeah, I, I didn't even mention Thomas Kithier too. Um, and they've got freshmen that are going to be really good. I mean, he's got the marquee classes coming up this year and next year that are just loaded. Oh God, I hope all those guys come. With those guys are all, you know, those classes are just loaded with five stars. <laughs> Get I mean, that snickering it. Yeah, if, this, if those guys don't Dassey, go to the NBA, Dassey's comment. I hope they all come. That's all. Oh yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> I said I hope all those guys come because that some of them are going to go to the NBA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's right. the thing that's hold like there's some rule that is basically making Amani Bates come to Michigan State for a year, right? Like that's yeah, the, the NBA. It's the it's the it's the age. It's the age limit or whatever, right? Okay. Or, or the requirement they have to play a year. Um but yeah. So regardless, he's gonna he's gonna go play at MSU and he's probably gonna get paid while he does it because of the new laws that they're putting in that it's going to allow the players to accept endorsements and stuff like that. I mean, they this guy that does social media marketing and stuff like this for, for MSU does like digital campaigns. He was like, he could easily make like four or $500,000 a year. Oh, come on. Like he probably already has like, I mean, like just, literally, literally just, just tweeting out, Hey, check this out. Exactly. Like, and having a highlight of a dunk. Like he's, you yeah. know, they're, they're taking him to be the next, what, like what Kevin Durant is kind of what they're comparing him to. No, LeBron. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, I, well, I mean, like as far as like prospects coming out. Yeah, like I, I, I meant like play wise, Kevin Durant. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because he's got the length and the size. I just, I, I, I'm not. My hopes are high for that for this this big class we have coming in. But you know, we've never we. 
in the past, we've never gotten these guys. And I think a lot of these you're seeing past few years, these these blue bugs. It started to turn, though, when you got Miles Bridges and Jaron Jackson, right? Yeah, 100%. But I think, you know, these blue bloods getting caught and all of a sudden all all these sanctions are happening and Izzo has, you know, pretty much kept his nose clean this whole time. Yeah. And Uh, and now he's starting to get some of the big players. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And, dude, last year, man, I mean, we were clicking just the right time. Oh, God. I was at that last game with my dad. Against Ohio State? Yep. I mean, we we obliterated them. Yeah. The, God, that was we, awesome. I mean, we just – we looked like the best team going into the tournament. Yeah. And we had – because everybody was looking at it, and they're like, well, we're probably – you know, we had lost – remember we lost to Maryland at home, and it was like, shit, this schedule is ridiculous too because mm-hmm. we, had, we had Iowa at home. We had – Penn State, Maryland again on the road, both of those teams. And Penn State was like second or they were they were leading the conference or something like that at the time. And I remember watching the Iowa game. We took Garza out of the game and won that game pretty handily. We went to Penn State, and we were down 19 in the first half and still won. And like was that, that was, was that a Cassius Winston takeover? Um, that's a good question. I can't remember. Because usually when we're I, down, he just he just stops passing the ball and just. I think it was Tillman. I think it was a Tillman game. Um, but then and yeah, and then Napolzer was able to play last year. Oh my god! It's a good thing he didn't though, because he'd be gone. Yeah, true. So like, it kind of worked out that he didn't get the waiver because we weren't playing for the t- we were going to be playing in the tournament anyways, and we now we get him this year, and this team looks. Deep, yeah. That's, I mean, I think that's that's the word right there is deep. That we're not we're not like studs. Like it's just we can rotate five in, five out, and and be competitive against any team in the country. I think. Yeah, and defensively, I mean, there is no drop off. I mean, we we absolutely Notre Notre Dame is a you know they're not a, you know. They're not going to be like a, a final four contender this year, but that's still a veteran team. It's a good program. And we just absolutely just sucked the life out of them defensively. They couldn't do anything. And that was the – you were wanting to see that validation against Duke. And this, t- this team could uh, – yeah, they could make some noise. I texted Andy. I was like, we were picked, we were picked fourth in the Big Ten preseason. That looks laughable now. It really does. I think I mean, but that was a that was a testament to who we were losing. Yes, I, absolutely. I I had no, I did not have high expectations for this year. I think ninety nine percent of MSU basketball fans were looking forward to this upcoming class and yes. just kind of trying to get through this year and hopefully be competitive. Yeah, I mean, it was a uh, looks like you're in for a pleasant surprise, like you said. So yeah, it's a. Uh, now we just gotta get to like, get be, to March, just, get to March, and have a tournament. Yeah. I know. Hopefully, I know. Hopefully, they can they can pull that off. I mean, to, I, I and just because of the you know, just because of COVID, I'm, I'm typically not like I'll watch Spartan hoops, but it's not like you know I'm not following the schedule. I'm, I'm following the schedule now, and I'm like, okay, when, you know, when are they playing again? Because I want to watch. Uh, oh, I've watched so many sports and, I've never watched before. They play oh, Detroit. They, they play Detroit Mercy tomorrow. They do, you're correct. Yeah, and they and they actually I've read that they 
or maybe it was it you and I that talked about this? I think it was, and you had said that they had, you know, they actually the history of that program is like a little little sketchy. They've had issues with with U of D in the past. Um, not saying that this, that's going to happen tomorrow, but you know, this was just this was pre Final Four Izzo. This was like right when he was yeah so, right when right, he started right. The beginning of Izzo's tenure in East Lansing was pretty tumultuous. He was U of D was good then. Yes, U of D was good. They had really right. good players in Michigan right. State. I mean, people wanted him gone in ninety after like he was getting ready to. He was on the outs, and in ninety eight, I think. Well, he brought in he brought in the Flintstones, but ninety eight they won the. I think they won the Big Ten, and they went to the. Did they win the Big Ten in ninety eight? But they went to the tournament, and it's and that turned everything around. But yeah, they lost. They played him every year for like three years and lost every game from like ninety five to ninety seven or eight. Um, they play Western on Sunday, and then next week they play Virginia. That's going to be another test. Oh yeah, yeah. And Joey Hauser's brother plays for Virginia. Oh, that's going to be cool. Yeah. So they both. Why did they both transfer again? Uh, that's they, a good, they were both at Marquette, right? Yep. Joey and Sam Hauser were both at Marquette. Um, I, I want to say Joey was picking between Wisconsin and Michigan State, and he eventually settled with us. I don't know where Sam Hauser was originally looking. Maybe they were both looking at Wisconsin because I think that's where they're from. Um, gotcha. But yeah, so they get to, they're they're play, they're facing off against each other on Tuesday, which is kind of a, a cool deal. But um, I wrote down a stat before I talked to you guys tonight that I saw today that I thought was nuts. In case we talk Spartan basketball, nine and zero road games against ranked opponents in the past three years. Yes, and then the next the second wow. team is not even close. That's that's an insane stat. Creighton it has three. Nine so and like, zero in three years against ranked road games, and you know how hard it is in college basketball to play on the road, especially yeah. against a top twenty-five team. And in the Big Ten, those are probably top fifteen wins. Oh yeah, like Ohio the State stacked. Ohio State, Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan. Like those aren't those aren't cheapies. That's not like oh yeah, you know he won three games on the road against twenty three and twenty four and twenty five. Yeah, no, those are all those are all top fifteen wins for sure. <laughs> yeah, those are all against legit NCAA tournament, you know, tournament teams. Um, yeah, that was in, that was an insane stat. Nine and zero against ranked teams on the road. It's yeah, crazy. I thought I thought that was worth mentioning. That's that's nuts, man. Yeah, yeah, that's a great stat. That's an, that's incredible. And somebody tweeted out today. Somebody actually tweeted the schedule, um, and it's—I think it goes back to—I think the first game was against like, I think the first game was it was bookended with uh, like Ohio State, and I think maybe that Maryland game. Okay. Um, but it, yeah, it goes back to two thousand. That well, the two thousand nineteen season. when they went to the final four. So that, I guess that makes sense, right? God, I just want his though to get that second championship. You think he's gone after that second ring? I don't know, man, with these, these, the way these recruiting classes are going, he might try and go for three. 
right? I mean, yeah, it depends on I mean, how long these guys stick around for, but um, I think he loves it too much. That dude's gonna do it until until health tells him otherwise. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I it's. Mean, I, I have no complaints. I hope. I, I, I selfishly, I hope that he does because it's he, he. He obviously does a does a great job. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, he's uh, he's hey, one of one of the guys, best. You guys, if you guys are interested in some real football, you can watch my four and old Broncos. Uh, on Saturday against Eastern, two o'clock. Interested, better than the Lions. Yeah, I mean, <clears> Western. We'll get some back. Let's get some matching going, dude. Eskridge it's, for it's Western is man. Western. How many times? How many games have you seen there, Andy? I've I've never been to a game. Yeah, big Not big Bronco football fan over there. <laughs> how long? How many? How many years were you at school there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, spent, I spent five. I spent five years in Kalamazoo. Never went to a game. Not, not a one. A lot of people go to school for six years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six calendar years, not full calendar years, right? Like start. <sighs> it was. T- it was five. Tail end. It was five years. Five years. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll let you figure that out. Okay. My last my last semester at state, I did four and a half, and I got like twelve credits. And I walked into the counselor's office and I said, "Can we stretch this for the entire year?" And she literally looked at me and said, "Get the f out of here." <laughs> you probably you probably had your fucking hair all gelled up and your lacrosse shirt, like, "Hey, man!" Oh, like, like, I probably just woke up from a bender. Like it was, yeah. Hey, anywhere we can stretch, <laughs> anywhere we can stretch this till May. Get yeah. the fuck out of my I don't, head. I don't want to go get a job. This is better. Yeah. Oh, God, that's great. Oh, okay, I found that uh, I found that 9-0 road game. Okay. One start, Started January 5th, 2019, so they won at Ohio State, at Iowa, at Wisconsin, at Michigan, February 24th. We were at, we were at Little Caesars and watched that game in the bar. That was the game oh, we yeah. all went to for yeah. uh, sh- Sharks Wings. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yep. And then, that almost, somebody almost got into a fight with some Michigan fans. Uh, I don't know. It was not a, me this time. No, we, were, we weren't. Not, not at the hockey game. Maybe the couple of years before. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. There was, there was, yeah. some, rowdy, there was some rowdy Walmarts there. Yeah. Um, November 14th at Seton Hall. That was last year. And then this year, well, last season, but earlier this year, February before COVID, um, at Illinois, at Maryland, at Penn State, and then at Duke this week. Those aren't yeah, I mean, with how good, good the Big Ten's been past few years, that's, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, that is uh, that's impressive. Um, but yeah, um, so before we before we disconnect, there's been a lot going on with this uh, Kirk Herbstreit comment about um, Michigan waving the white flag 
some people are, you know, really up in arms about it. Some people don't really seem to care. Um, I know that in Detroit, Radio Valeni was just, you know, he was lighting, lighting up Ward Manual for coming out and saying that, you know, for basically coming out and eviscerating Herb Street. Um, but I what did what Ward say? Like, I didn't even hear it. Uh, he was just talking about how Michigan is the most winningest football program of all time. Oh, God, that tired bit again? They're pl- they've played football since, you know, 1897 or whatever, and, you know, we ch- we play whoever is in front of us and all that, and it was a state – it quote, a statement by a fool. Wow. What more world Ward Manuel said about uh, um, Herbie and, you know – Valeni was like, all right, so you came out and spoke out about this, but where were you when one of your basketball players got in a car accident, gave a fake name, and gave, you know, was driving a car that was registered under your wife's name? Yeah, it didn't get in a car. Like, it was like a drunk driving accident or something, wasn't it? Yeah, he crashed into a flagpole at like two in the morning. Yeah. I mean, it had all the writings on the wall of drunk driving where, you know, the police show up and run the plate. See, it's one of the basketball players, and oh, sorry, son, be on your way. Right. Um. So I, <clears throat> there was that, and it was funny because I was listening to the program, and one of the callers, one of the callers called in, and they were like, "Well, you know, Kirk Herbstreet is, you know, he's he's at a big, a big network, and he's, you know, you know, I went to OSU. He's pushing his agenda." And Valeni was like, okay, let me ask you a question. He was like, what does Desmond Howard do? And it was like, he does the, he, you know, that's exactly what Desmond Howard does. He's always pushing that agenda on game day, you know, always, always, you know, sporting, you know, talking up Michigan. And it's like, all right, so. If you don't have a problem with, you know, Howard pushing his agenda, then you can't have a problem with Herb Street if that's the case. But it's, you know. It's the arrogance, man. It's the arrogance with that with that program. I mean, every time that there's a, like, a stain in their, in their pro, like, every time that there's negativity in the media for Michigan football, the only thing they bring up is, you know, we're the winningest program we we you know back when we wore leather helmets we never lost like come on man i mean yeah. just it's it's almost like it's it's i'm just tired of it and it's laughable but i mean i hope they extend harbaugh and, and the circus just keeps going yeah it's, I it sounds where they're headed yeah i had to guess i mean found i mean what i mean you you kind of you toe the line. I mean, what are your what are your feelings about what Herb Street said? Like, as a as somebody who roots roots for Michigan, are you like You're are you no like nonsense, no bullshit kind of guy? What do you think? Um, <laughs> I mean, like, do you look do you look at that and say like, you know, that pisses look, me off, or just like, uh, you know what? Is it pissed me off that he said that they're waving the white flag? I mean, like. I, I, I mean, we talked about this before. I mean, if, I, I, I think that's probably what they are. I mean, it, it is. It's, it's possible that that's what's going to happen. So, I mean, if you know, look, 
he's gonna like these guys are in entertainment. There's a business here. They're they say in. They make you know inflammatory comments so that way it re- elicits a reaction, and this is just one of them. So, I I, I just I think that you know it, it it is entirely possible that that you could see somehow some way uh, Michigan's just not available to play, and if, you know it, I think that uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility. That's what I think, and so for him to say that it's like well, that's just, that's his opinion. He might be right. He might be wrong. We're, we're gonna find out, though. Do you think it? Do you think it warranted an apology afterwards? I, I mean, like that's that's up to him and how much money he stood to lose by not making the apology. I absolutely don't think he had to apologize for anything. I mean, objectively, I agree with you, Dasky, that he doesn't need to apologize for anything. He's a he was for, he was forced to apologize. That's my point. Is that like so? There was yeah. there was something at stake for him to lose. That's what forces. Yeah, absolutely. Him. Right. Hundred percent. But yeah, objectively, no. I mean, like that's how you feel. Then go ahead. You don't need to apologize yeah. for it. Just defend it. He's a, he's a, he's a color an- analyst. He's out there to that, that's, that's to have hot take. Exactly. A hundred percent. And so he's going to do that. And someone got you know, it's got pissy about it and was like your guy needs to apologize to me otherwise I'm not going to do this for you it's like oh my god the, the drama that comes into this bullshit is just crazy but you know whatever yeah pretty pretty interesting pretty interesting stuff that uh, is coming out with this uh, this COVID stuff and what it's uh kind of what we're talking about it's uh i'm just ready for it to be over like i get it gotta be safe gotta be you know but man did you really think it was going to be december of 2020 that you still this is still be going on when this all kicked off yeah i didn't yeah i I like my my initial thought was like by the end of summer this is going to be figured out yep that's what i thought I mean, Andy, we were talking. We were talking about this in the spring. I mean, until the vaccines were out, this was going to get worse. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. We did talk about. It wasn't. That. I guess I was just. I didn't. I thought that the, the vaccine. And this is just me being completely ignorant to the process. I was like, uh, this has got to be. If it's going to affect this many people, it's got to be really, really important for them to get this figured out. And it just didn't happen. And. Hey, it, it is what it is. Sounds like there's work, there's, you know, light at the end of the tunnel now. But, you know, it might not be till May or June. So, yeah, yeah six more months of this? It's like, wow. I mean, we have to go to the first Wayne's game, right? That we can actually go go to. Holy shit, man. I, 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 I've been, I, I watched a thing on Eiserman, uh was it yesterday? He was talking about, you know, Mantha and... Uh, it was it was basically the uh, members of the press just asking him questions, and it was just like I'm like, when when, when is the season supposed to start? I mean, like, yeah, I want to go to the game, but I just want to watch some hockey. Oh, I just yeah, hundred percent. Did you see? Uh, nothing against nothing against football or basketball. It's it's all great. It's just I, no, I, those no, those playoffs were season. fun, man. Yeah, that fucking yeah, kid. That was awesome. That that the, the yeah no. I mean, we had nights where there was like what four or five games in a night. 
I don't think I think I sat in front of TV for six seven hours at a time when when that was going on. What about when that thing started? Right, it was all day long. God, that was all awesome. day long. It was like eleven o'clock in the in the in the morning. I I turn on my computer and I'm working and I'm I'm watching hockey literally from you know from eleven to to basically when I go to bed. It was great. Yeah, there were some great series. That was uh, a lot of fun to watch. Um, what should we call it? NHL Sports or NBC NHL Sports? NBC Sports came out with their uh, GM rankings. Did you guys see that? I did, did not. Where, where do we stack up? Where do you think we stack up? Please tell me in top five. What, what is it based yeah. on? Like one year? Yeah. What's the criteria? Uh, no, I mean it's. I think they're looking at like, I mean they're not going to base base. Eiserman was a GM in Tampa Bay for how long? So like they're looking at track record. Tell me. I mean same me same like with same with you know like Lou Lamorello. Like he almost. I mean he basically built a mini dynasty with the Devils. I mean they never won like three in a row, but they were always that you know there. Did they ever win two in a row? I don't, think uh, I don't. I don't think they did, but they won in like ninety five, ninety five. No, ninety five. I remember that, like, a, like the Stanley Cup. Remember, I want Stanley. Oh, yeah. Remember that whole thing. Absolutely. And we, then we get, then we get swept. Then we got swept. Yeah, it was awful. And then the next year was the was the was the Draper year. We lost yep, that. Year. Man, that, that ninety five year. We beat Cal. Did we beat we beat Chicago to go to the, to the Stanley Cup Finals? I think. I don't remember. Yeah. That, that, that was the whole. That was the Eisenman uh, center ice shot playoff year too. I think ninety five. St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Gretzky was on the ice for that. Who was? Gretzky was playing for St. Louis in that game. Oh, Is wasn't that really. That was yeah, that I just watched. The there was a bunch of highlights. I, I just watched that. Fuck. That's hilarious. But anyway, oh, that's say, I would say Eisenman's like ten. Right now. I'll say tonight they were going to play the 2002 uh, game two of the Stanley Cup. I should, I should check that out right now. That, they had something going on Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, New Jersey, uh, they won 95, 2000, and 2003. They went to another final, but they lost. Remember when they lost that, like LA? Like LA went on that, like every other year stretch. Like 2010, yeah. 2012, 2014, 2016, where they won like two, three out of four, or three out of five, whatever. Um, but uh, they have Iserman at number two. Really? Yes. Oh, this must be like future outlook. This must so be, it, it's phenomenal. it's looking at it's looking at. I mean, it, it helps that Tampa Bay won the Stanley Cup last. Yeah, like he, he was, built uh, that roster, other than a couple guys. Yeah, he's the main architect of that roster, um, but he's, you know, he's done a pretty he's done a pretty decent job with the Wings roster so far. I mean, we'll see how these picks pan out, but I think you know it's the Eisen plan. Let's see what happens. Um, can you can you guess who is number one? Ken Holland. No, but he's probably no. higher. He's probably higher than you would think. Mm. <laughs> Number one, 
Bowman? No, current. Current. Oh, is you're he, talking is, about. Yeah, in Chicago. Is he still the GM? Is he still? Is that not happen anymore? Oh, no. Stan Bowman is guys guys that should be on the hot seat. Number 27, Stan Bowman. Gotcha. He's well, they, had, he, they had a good he, run. Yeah. Um actually Oh, is it Nil in Dallas? No. Ken Holland is 13th, which I think is high. Um Jim Nil is seven. Okay. This guy, they said this guy has never met a blockbuster offseason acquisition that he hasn't liked. His aggressiveness did not result in success on the ice until recently. Fun fact, over the past two years, no team has won more playoff. No. Over the past two years, no team has won more playoff games than the Stars 22. Shanahan's not the GM in Toronto. He's the president. President, yeah. That's right. That's right. Kyle, Kyle Dubas is the GM. So Holland, he says that the end of his Detroit tenure was not good, but I like his start in Edmonton as he attempts to clean up Peter Shirelli's mess. I mean, dude, you have two of the top players in the league you walked into. Come on. Yeah. This this offseason has been especially productive with the cheap additions of Tyson Berry, Kyle Turris, and Dominique Cahoon. I I don't wonder what he gave up for him. Number one, Joe Sackick. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Oh, wow. I was, like, really deep thinking there. Like, who the hell do they have yeah. at number one? Dude, they're, they're the other, stacked. The other number 19. Yeah. They're stacked. You got to respect that, dude. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. He's He's been yeah. amazing. He's, dude, the, that, he's the only one on that team I will ever respect. Dude, that maybe Forsberg. Ma- Forsberg was pretty sick. The Matt Duchesne trade, I mean, not only did they get um, – the draft pick to grab, um, God, what was his name? Who who did they draft with that that top end pick? Um, I don't. Well, was that only a couple of years ago? But either oh, way, they man. got they got Sam Gerrard from in that move, and he's a top four guy for them. Was it Kale Maker that that Duchesne? Is it wasn't it Maker? Was it Kale Maker that they drafted for the Duchesne okay. pick? Cal McCarr. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, That's sorry, McCarr. I, I say it wrong. Yeah. So yeah, Looks Cal like McCarr. So they got Cal McCarr. Yeah. So they got Cal McCarr and Sam Gerrard in that deal, um, and they still had. I mean, their forward group is just insane. They just traded for Brandon Saad too. Like he's not. Oh, they got Saad. Yeah, I mean, like he's yeah. not a fucking. He's not a world beater, but he's you know a solid middle six guy. He were, right? Yeah, he reminds me of like a Bergeron type guy. That's not going to make a lot of mistakes and, you know, play, yeah. be out there, be out there every night. Yeah. Making plays. He's going to chip in here and there. Maybe you can put him on your second power play unit and he gets a few mm-hmm. points, but like, um, yeah, that fucking Matt Duchesne trade. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> you got top two, two top four defensemen in it. I don't think they gave up much. Um, I, I mean, Nate McKinnon to me is one of the best people in it. Best guys in the NHL for sure too. Yeah, him and with him and Rantanen, I mean, I'm not even, and we haven't even talked about Gabriel Aniscog. That team is good. And yeah, they're going to win. They're going to win one here in the next few years, I think. Oh, for sure. They're set as long as their goaltending can, they can stabilize their goaltending. They're gonna, they're gonna be there. And 
I don't really know who out west, maybe Vegas in the next year or two, but like their salary cap is a problem for them. Yeah, unless it goes they went. Up. Yeah. They went for it, right? For sure. I don't want them to win anything because that's just, you can't, you can't jump in and win a cup in your first decade. Come on. No. Yeah, you got to go through some light things first. What? Exactly. What'd you say, Andy? You got to pay your dues. Yeah. Pay your dues. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was insane. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to have you back on, man. We definitely got some more hockey to talk about. Um, yeah, I definitely want to absolutely at the same time. Yes. Oh god, I think that would be great. He's a wild card. You got to be careful. I didn't listen to the full the full podcast you guys uh, had with well, him. It was good. Well, we'll have to talk about Star Star Wars too, because he was kind of. Then we then we we could get we could get the hours. I was just gonna say, I think you guys should schedule a separate time just for that. You guys can just go nuts. Yeah, See, Aldi, Aldi go way further into Star Wars than I ever do. Like he like watches the cartoons. Like has probably read the books. Like. I haven't I read. Know, I just know the movies and the in the live action stuff. I've I've watched all the cartoons, um, and I you know for for the most part they're actually really good. Um, some of them early on were a little Saturday morning cartoonish, but overall, do you, do you recall the the like the one time I saw you meet your match at, at someone who knew more like knew not more or, or maybe just as much as you about Star Wars. At, at at Jay Lewis's wedding, do you remember that? How effing pissed were you? Oh, did you recall this? Oh, that guy, dude. He, that guy had like a full full that on guy had Boba a, Fett outfit. He had a Boba Fett. He had he had he had two stormtrooper outfits, and yeah. we were out there, and I was. We, I mean, we were well lubricated, and this guy, you and this guy, were like going toe to toe on like how much you knew. How, how much did you know about Star Wars? No, I know this, and I got this, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is." Uh, there, you, like you guys, how many, for, it was, it how was many bridesmaids did you two go home with that night? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, wow. take a wild, take a wild guess. Actually, he was there with a with his girlfriend, um, but uh, she slapped me in the face because I said that George Lucas didn't actually like Boba Fett, and she did not take. <laughs> Kindly to that remark. <laughs> I was like, he, That's great. he was kind of a cult. He was kind of a cult fake, you know, kind of a, a cult um, character where like he wasn't supposed to be a big part of the plot, but like the fans loved him. I don't know. Maybe yeah, just because he looked sweet and he could fly. I mean, maybe yeah, who wouldn't love that? Slapped, maybe. She slapped you in the face? Like, not like ferociously, but it was kind of like a. How dare like a how dare you? <laughs> I, I, can like, see, I can see that there is there is definitely a cult following for Boba. Yeah. So, um, yes, Andy, do you know who Boba yeah. Fett's father is? Fuck, I don't even. No. No. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. You, you you knew the answer. You knew that I would never know the answer to that. You know what? I just maybe you like stumbled There's upon no something. Way. Is it yeah, Django? I don't, I, don't I don't remember the names. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Am I right? 
Yeah, he's the template for the clone troopers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. <laughs> my, my favorite's like what like Aldi. Who was the starting left tackle for the '87 Bears? <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like it's easy. It's like Steve McMichael, right? Like you, you pull this stuff out of your out of your ass every time. It's it's hilarious. Like you have so much knowledge of stuff you're never gonna need to use. It's great. <laughs> but I mean, like. If you're, you're bringing up like 85 bears, Ditka bears, like my whole family, like I know we we live there. I had a poster in my room of of the monsters of the midway. Five, you're like one years old. <laughs> yeah, when they won the Super Bowl. The only yeah. the only person that I know from the Lions growing up is like Barry Sanders and Herman Moore. Herman Dude, Robert Scott Robert Porsche. Robert Porsche. When I was that, when I was five years old, like those yeah. all I cared about, like I didn't know what a lineman was. I didn't even know what a lineman did. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. No. Oh, but you know, but I mean, like Ron Rivera, Richard Dent. I had a William Perry uh, poster. The fr- the fridge. That guy was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Excellent conversation. Um, Anything else you guys got? Any other thought, any any lions epiphanies? No, I don't know. I'm a Dolphins fan. I told you. Yeah, good call Dolphins. by the way. Yeah, no, no more Brady in that division too, right? So it was a good hold. Finkel just booted it. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> oh man, you think there are any bets being made? Of course, there's being bets. There's bet being made. It's a Super it's Bowl. It's a Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I, watched that, I watched that not that long ago. That's a good flick. Like, it was on Netflix, oh. I think. It might still be on oh. there. Oh, speak, okay. Speaking of watching old movies. So um, I tuned in to Valeni and Rico to, to hear their thoughts on the Michigan State Duke game. <laughs> and Valeni's like, yeah, I didn't really watch any of it. And Rico was like, what? He's like, what do you mean you didn't watch any of it? He was like, yeah. He's like, you know what? I got into Uncle Buck, and I just was enjoying that a lot more. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, that's I, funny. I, I, that's I, really I, funny. I understand that. Absolutely. Oh, I, absolutely. I was like, yeah, all right. I was like, Abs- absolutely. I mean, that is a... Oh, just a classic. That's one of those movies you flip by and you're oh. like, oh, I, oh, I love this oh, yeah. part. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the long haul tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh man, that's great. Like, so I gotta watch that. Like, I like with all this COVID time. I'm like, I told Natalie, I'm like, well, let's get the let's get some movies that we want, like Christmas movies that we always like. Oh, let's watch Christmas Vacation and Uncle. Yes. Bob, and we always watch Home Alone and all that. Like let's line them up and let's watch them. We got the time. So it's December third, and I've seen so Willa is all of a sudden obsessed with Home Alone, and our routine like Jamie kind of gets Wyatt to bed every night, and I lay with Willa before she goes in her crib. I've watched Home Alone or Home Alone Two every night probably for the past two weeks. Wow! So I love the movie. I I, got to get her to switch, man. What is up with kids? Like they get on a, a movie kick and they won't leave it. Yeah, yeah. They, they just they get fixated on it. They just keep going. I mean, my son has been obsessed with Finding Dory for like uh, like over two years. Oh wow! 
Still. He's just like it's it's his favorite thing. Like he he comes and goes. Like he but it's like a constant for him. Like right now he's really into PJ Masks. Okay. Like, yeah, so that's a good show. Like that. So he's starting to get into that, but he's still like Dory is still there. You know, so like um, he'll get into something and then come back. Yeah. Thomas was really into Nightmare Before Christmas. Um Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. For me, dude, Santa Claus is, as an adult has kind of become my uh my favorite. Tim yeah. It's, oh, that, movie, what? that movie is excellent. It is so, funny. You know what's funny about movies like that is like there's so many like there's so many like hidden innuendos in movies that just oh, yeah. there's things said that that are hilarious that wouldn't fly like if they made them today in oh, today's PC yeah. world. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. for sure. There's so many, so many good one-liners in there that you're just like, oh, I never would have caught this as a kid. <laughs> I can't remember what they're talking about. She's talking about going to Christmas, Christmas somewhere, and he's like, "Oh, great, Christmas at the pound." <laughs> ah! Oh! <laughs> or when they go to the restaurant, and he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, uh, he's like, I'll have. Ho-. He's like, Charlie's like, I'll have chocolate milk. She's like, we don't have any. He's like, white's fine. White looks. He's yeah. like. He <laughs> walks walks away, and she, he's like, "I'll the I'll the eggnog." She's like, "We're out of that too." He's like, "Well, at least we know they have warm apple pie." <laughs> we did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, good stuff. Good well, stuff. big golf, huh? Well, yeah. That's Andy, did you ever did you ever find out if that Oregon Oregon State game was happening right now? It's not it's not happening right now. I, I will say though, it did not it did not say that it was a replay. Like typically they'll say, hey, you know, yeah, you know, previously aired or whatever, there was nothing on there. But there's a lot of games on at midnight. I, I did look it up yeah. and uh, Oregon State did win. So it was a, uh, it was, a little bit of upset. <laughs> It was a crazy finish to that game. Crazy finish. Aldi just knew right away because he knows everybody's playing everybody. No, I won't because I watched it. It's a a Thursday night. That game would not be on a Thursday night. After they said that, I'm like, yeah, why would that be on a Thursday night? And, I mean, I don't think Oregon State to beat Oregon in football in like 10 years. Like, a long time. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. <clears throat> so, but all right, boys. Um, thanks for thanks for joining Dosky. We'll have you back on soon. Found yeah, me. anytime. It's been fun. Yeah, found talking me. to somebody other than my five and two year old. Miss you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Miss you <laughs> yeah, too, man. Right. Thanks. For sure. Miss you too, dude. Thank you so much, Fountain. Till next time. For those of you listening, click the subscribe button and have a good one. Go yeah. green. Go away.